In the world of film, there are certain movies that stand above the rest, casting their shadows over everything that comes after. Each week, we discuss these Keystone films and the copycats that they inspire. This season on Keystone Copycats, The Point Breakdown. Welcome to Keystone Copycats with Chris and Zach. I, of course, am your host, Zach, and he, of course, is your other host. Please. That's correct. Hey there, buddy. How you doing? How is you? Oh. It just, it's, you know, if you're tired, go to bed. You don't got to sigh into our uh, precious ears. So let me ask you a question. Our ear um, balls. Have you ever... I have. ...dealt with somebody who, on the telephone, likes to sigh loudly into your ear? On the telephone? On the telly. That's correct. You say it like that. <laughs> that silly. So. How you doing on this Monday? Glorious Monday. Oh, you know, the only thing keeping me sane right now is the promise of lasagna and a lazy afternoon. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Lying in a square of sunlight. As I've mentioned, I've never had lasagna. Now, um. About lasagna. Was that the lead in? <laughs> no, I was trying to turn it away from uh, our Orange Lord. I was trying to make uh, it a little more secular. Ah. Uh, on this that's, yeah. worshipful day. Because that's like global, like his belly, like it's round, the secular belly. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. That's what you were getting at? That's 100%. That's it. Sorry. I have like, I'm tired and I drank coffee too late and I'm like in that weird <laughs> mode where I'm like, I'm still peaking in certain ways. Like my like I feel like I took too much B twelve and I'm like, ah a little anxious. That you right now? Stop that. <laughs> I gotta get rid of this soundboard. That that was the biggest no. uh ill investment. Ill investment? Yeah. Ill investment. 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 Is that what you said? I told you I'm messed up right now. Yeah. I started my day poorly too, because I woke up and saw a picture of um on Facebook of my son and his brother at the bus stop. And I, I texted his mom and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I slept in. I completely forgot that he was his first day at the bus stop today. And she goes, oh no, don't worry about it because um, he starts school tomorrow because we talked about this yesterday. It was his brother's first day of school, not his. And I'm oh, like, oh, that well, makes, that thank makes God. sense I said, there. Luckily, I put it in my calendar <laughs> so um. I wouldn't forget <laughs> Well, there you go. So that's what she has to deal with. So sorry, Andy's mom. You ever wonder if you maybe have like extremely early onset Alzheimer's? Yeah. Like, is that <laughs> is that ever creep into your, yeah. your thoughts? No, it always like Lying I still awake at night. <laughs> I still get those panics. Like I'll be laying on the couch after work and just watching TV, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my god, I forgot to pick him up from school. And then I'm like, oh wait, no, I picked him up from school. He's up in his room. And it's Saturday. <laughs> like, it's, like, I have those panic moments as yeah. a parent. Yeah. Because I'm not good at it. Yeah. I, I, I agree. <laughs> so that's why, like, I, I put all his food in the bottom cabinet so he can feed himself. So, like, when it's 4 o'clock and he hasn't eaten, instead of people being like, you know, what's your problem? I'm like, well, that's his fault. He should have fed himself. You know himself. what's weird is, like, my son I can, does I not can blame eat. shift. 
He yep. just doesn't eat. Like he gets up in the morning, he doesn't eat breakfast, he doesn't eat lunch. No, and he then, does. And then it what comes I did, to like what I did 9 was PM I put, and he's like, I'm kind of hungry. And I'm like, you're dumb. You didn't yeah. eat all day. And he's like, ah, I think I should have these chips. And I'm like, no. Yeah, I, I, I made him a little cabinet on the bottom of his, in the bottom of his room so he can also feed himself. Oh, I see. I planned it for both our houses. Oh, I see. So I'm one step ahead of children. Huh. Yeah. Um... So how you doing? Most of my week, I'm not good. Is the answer? Most of my week has been, aside from like working, has been dealing with not having a Facebook account oh, man, because I got like locked out. And I can't get back in. It's that's dumb. Weak. You know what I'm well, saying? That's weak, right? Because that's here. Your week was. <laughs> that's a good like joke, Chris. aside from the fact that like I have photos and stuff on there, and like oh, of your children. I, you know, keep in contact with people who I don't have means to otherwise. Like, that's how I promote our show, you know? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the same advice that Facebook gave me when I wanted to change my name back to my real name, and that's we'll just make a new one. Make a new account. How about that? Yeah, that's some bullshit. How's, how's that feel? So what are you going to do about it? Tell us. I don't fucking you have a plan? Man. No, you like I guy, don't. You look like a guy with a plan. No, I don't. I look like a guy who In basketball every shorts. single week after we record, mm -hmm. my basement where we record don't goes becomes That's the, the most like. That's like giving away the I'm sorry. Kid, the lair fool. where we record okay. becomes so messy and cluttered and full of other shit because I'm trying to do stuff. And then like the day before, I always am like, ah, oh, shit, I got to clear this out. We're recording, aren't we? Do we call it the Arrow Cave after no. Green Arrow and Batman? Together? No, I've named enough things after Green Arrow. So, gotcha. you know. I get it. I get it. But yeah, that's well, how my week's been going. It's well, really sorry. stupid. I'm, I'm stressed. Sorry to hear about um, the Facebook. Hopefully you get that result. I'd love to. And if not, you know, we can just share one. And maybe we could. Well, we can't change the name to like both Anything to anything because yeah, you can't change your name anymore because you did it too many times. But you can just change your first name to Poland. You'll be Poland George. No. And then we can share the name. No. And the I don't account. Like that. No. We'll be I don't like, like brethren. Um but different. It's frustrating. And what I realized, what's funny is like if you had an issue with your Spotify account, okay. they would take care of it. You oh. could contact somebody, they could fix it. Do you know why? I don't I don't know if I can it's care. because you're paying them. Oh. You're giving them money. Just so pay, they have a just, reason. Just pay Mark. They have a reason to care if you are happy with their services. Get, Whereas uh -huh. Facebook is just designed to spread racist climate change memes. Like, uh, that's dude, it. Yeah, you got zucked. I, I got. You're real So what happened sucker. is my account got cucked. That's yeah. what happened. Last week we talked about getting <laughs> no, cucked by college. I this know, week, but cucked it's Zuckerberg, by, cucked so by he Zuck. got zucked. Cucked by Zuck. No, but because Zucked is like, I got banned for like Oh, is that a content. thing already? That is a thing Fuck, that people so it's say. it's not mine. No, you didn't make it up. Oh. Um, Isn't that upsetting when you make something up and you realize it existed? And then you're like, what's, well. What's more upsetting okay. is when you make something up that you think is original and then you realize you, that you already knew what that you, was. Do you remember 20 years ago when I came up with the idea for the shirt that says this is not a drill and it was a hammer on it? Yeah. And then now it's a shirt. I mean, I think it always was. I came up with that shirt 20 years ago. I think ago. you came up with it while you were at King's Island but and mine you saw was someone wearing it a with a denim fanny pack. Mine was a screwdriver. It wasn't a hammer. It said this is not a drill. No, I think you saw it at King's Island. Well, thanks for believing in me, you sack of shit. What are we doing? I think today? you exist. What are we doing? I mean, today? I believe in you. 
I guess Santa Claus type thing. Did, well, did you write a super theme song or something? I did. Shit? So look, a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. as you'll all recall, we tried. Don't uh, talk to them. Like we that. tried to implement uh, a lovely new segment called Meet the Hosts, and the first edition of that was meant to be us talking about our top three favorite movies. Oh yeah. Now one of us didn't do that. Yep. So if you think I did it this week, you're a fucking fool. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking No, I came closer this week though. No, that's Th- fair. This because... one at least pertains more to what you wanted. Well, because here's the thing. Like, I think your favorite movies are very it's like a flexible thing. Like oh, yeah. one week to the next it could be different. You're talking about in general, not me. Yeah, in general, I think. Absolutely. Um but you specifically as well. Um so this week we're gonna do another edition of Meet the Hosts and do we're it. gonna talk about our favorite Press the button. movies. Come on, What that doesn't have, we're just gonna learn some stuff about these guys. Is a uh, baby xylophone? You don't know, mm, touche. So, who, who do you want to start? Do I want to start? Do you want to? Um, I would like you to start because okay. I want to see if you are fucking me over on this segment no, again. No, not this one. However, I do want to get some guidelines, and you already you kind of already um, uh, uh, talked about it a little, sure. a, little, a little bit briefly. I'm actually gonna go ahead and give credit to. Uh, Nolan movies, LOTR, um, Coen Brothers, Marvel. But the problem I have is that uh, in those realms, like multiple movies would take up the three spots. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I get that. I'm giving them props right away and saying there's a lot of my favorites in, in those areas. Yeah. But I'm not going to focus on that. I'm actually going to go to my more obscure go-to favorite movies. And... Um, not sure what else to say besides that. That I it it is really hard. It's hard to say. Like if even a top twenty for me is almost impossible. I can't do it because as you pick them, yeah, they just yeah. shuffle around a it's lot. Always it's always changing for sure, for sure. And, so and your wa- favorite might remain the same for a long time, but like anything else within like even top ten is kind of like. Yeah. I, so I went for the uh, my more obscure favorites. That if it was on. If it was on TV, I would I stop and start watching it? Oh sure, all so right. These, so hit these me. Are my three. Hit me with your number three. So my first one is uh, 2008's Aronofsky's The Wrestler. I really thought you were going to say 2001: A Space Odyssey, and I was going to no. punch you and then no. end the episode yep. and ask you to leave. I only like two two Kubrick movies. Oh really? What are they? Oh, I'm not going to talk about it. Are they on the list? Wow. No, one one got kicked off the list. Ooh, okay. I'm interested. I want to I want to hear but, this. Yeah. Uh, all well, right, so. Uh, the wrestler. The wrestler. Yeah, that's um, uh, uh, it's about the character Randy Ram Robinson, played by Mickey Rourke, and um, uh, uh, Marissa Tomei is in it. Oh, Marissa Tomei is so good. And the the reason that I like the movie so much is it it's like the the it's it is very dark. So most people are like, oh, you mean that terrible sad movie? I'm like, well, I don't I don't think so because at the end. He, you do assume that he dies, but he dies doing what he loves. Like he's an he's an ex pro. It is dark, but it's intentional. It's he, meant it's, to be, and that's part a, of what's beautiful about it. He's an ex pro wrestler, and you just you get to see like the behind the ring behind the scenes of being a wrestler. Like what happens when you fade out and you just have a, a mundane job, and he lives in a trailer and he's still wrestling on the weekends, but he's got a day job working at like a grocery store where he's not appreciated and made fun of. Um, so it's a very it's very real, and the, what I like about uh, that film in particular is Aronofsky really just holds those long shots, so you get that 
that ongoing uh, depression that he's going through when you just sit there and just watch his watch his face as he just responds to it. And in his character, he's very lovable, but he's a he's a fuck up because he doesn't know how to be a dad. So he tries to rekindle his relationship with his daughter, but he keeps messing up. And I don't know. I guess it's just relatable. But I like it because you get to see the opposite side of the ring when you go from extreme fame just to nothing. Yeah, it's a it's um it's a it's a fall to earth kind of like you know like he was a star and it just it seems fell out of the sky. It seems literally. like it could be it. Uh, I don't want to say like it could be real because that really does happen to to ex wrestlers, but I believe it. I believe in him. Yeah, it's 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 believable, and I think part of it is that like your love of wrestling is like. It was a. It was a. It was a beautifully told, spoiler, bittersweet story. I love wrestling. Um, we we knew. Um, well, let's move on. But to also, you, it's I feel something like I feel... that you were interested in already. Like that's yeah. that's really cool that it's like. I don't know. It's Mickey Rourke was a great choice for an extra. So he just has for sure. He has that glam rock feel to him already. Yeah, like and uh, yeah, Rourke and Tomei were both nominated for. Best actor and best supporting actress. Mm-hmm. Supporting was it supporting? I can't remember. I thought she was the support more supporting role. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that is because so, anyway, his daughter was the lead. I, I no no no. I haven't seen that movie in such a long time. Correct. Let's let's move on. Anyhow, I don't want to sp- no, you're stay right. too long on uh, this one. Yeah. Um. So my number three is a movie that I didn't see that if long you didn't ago. Didn't see it. Then this can be a problem. Zach. No, I just I the, the trailer was enough. Oh, <laughs> what what was it? It was Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Okay, I, okay I didn't no, see I haven't it. seen it. Uh, no, it. and it looks stupid. It. Um, it's your favorite, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's my number three all time. A movie I haven't seen and think looks bad. That's how much I don't like movies. Uh, no, it's uh nineteen ninety two's A Few Good Men. I just watched that. It's incredible. I just watched that. So written by uh, Aaron Sorkin, obviously directed mm. by. Um, and you always go on about how he can just Rob work Reiner. a room. <laughs> Is that what you say? No. No, it's not. You say not. something like that. You've I, said words. I know that. <laughs> I've said words about this movie. The way that, like, Aaron Sorkin writes a courtroom scene is incredible. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so a couple of years ago, uh, one of our friends and I tried to start a movie podcast, and part of that format for that show that we recorded a couple episodes, I don't think I ever even edited them together, um, but part of that format was that we would assign each other movies to see that we hadn't seen, like gaps mm-hmm. in our, you know, film knowledge. Okay. And that was the first one that he, he assigned me, and it became one of my favorite movies. It's incredible. Um, nice. Did he also write for the White House show that you The loved? West Wing, yeah. He yeah. created it. Okay. He he was the showrunner. He wrote almost every single episode for the first four seasons, and then he left. Um, he also did The Social Network. He wrote that. Mm-hmm. And he wrote, I'm trying to think, I'm blanking on movies. Oh, he directed um, that movie that I liked. That's yeah. good. This is gold. Why, this why is am gold. I blanking we be on people? This. I mean, I'm on IMDb. I could just like click on Aaron Sorkin and then be like, it was this. He did this and this and this. Yeah, oh, all... he did Trial of Chicago 7 that came out last oh, year. Okay. He did Molly's I... Game, which I loved. Um, he did the newsroom on yeah. HBO, which was with with Jeff Daniels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but which not as good as The West Wing, but still a good, uh, fun movie not, definitely, or show. It. Definitely worth watching. I saw the trial of Chicago Seven. I, I did. Did you like that. it? Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. But I only saw, anytime I've seen, so a he movie, directed that. Too. Anytime I only watch a movie once, it's hard for me to re- recall anything in it. You so. ever see Charlie Wilson's War? 
I did. Tom I Hanks. saw that multiple times. I feel like that's pretty short. It wasn't like an hour and twenty minutes. It's a pretty short. I don't movie know. I don't. I don't remember. Is, but yeah, he was was good. Yeah, that's. A, I like that one a lot. Um, so that's my number three. Nice, nice. Um, a so few good I men. don't. I don't know if you're gonna agree with me on the second. I don't, one, and it might surprise you. But this is one that um, I I liked from the first time I watched it, and the more I watch it, the the the. The higher it grows on my list, and that's 1984's The Thing, John Carpenter. I've never the seen thing. The Thing. Um, I, number one, it's just the practical uh, effects on it. It's just it it's become such a cult classic, and I love that it just bombed when it was first released. Yeah. Like there were, I guess the reviews were that like no one's like it, it's not it's not your standard. Here's the hero, and then he takes care of the villain because it's the ambiguous end where you don't really know if it's uh, if the thing is still. Uh, it, which one of them is the thing, or if both of them are, or, or, or neither one of them are. So, and I really don't know because I've never yeah. seen it. <laughs> so, but I like it because like it's almost like once once you realize that the thing, it's you know, it it it, it could be anybody in the camp. Everyone becomes like almost like an antihero, where like you're you're rooting for you're rooting for the humans, but you don't know who's who. So every time there's there's a movement, you're just you're suspicious of it if it's good or bad. So yeah. I like it because it's just it's just kind of like a who done it. The entire time, but once again, that that's why 1984, uh, the thing, and then the the oh, I just want to say prelude, the um, the, the what not re- that wasn't a reboot. It was um, what do I want to say? Is it a sequel? What do I want to say? What do I want to say? It's before prequel. Prequel. Thank you. There's a prequel. What's it called? The thing. It's just the newer 2007 or whatever. I think well, that's a remake. No, it's not. I, really? Yeah. I mean, I saw it. Like, I think I would know. But anyway, I don't know if it, you no. It's the day before. It's literally the day before the thing. So anyway, the reason that didn't work is because they just made the monster more just fast moving, um, no practical effects, and it was just it was just a boring movie. It was just a monster movie versus yeah sticking to just the intrigue of of just the slow building, um, thing. <laughs> so it's just I know it's neat it's the isolation of being stuck with an alien on the most alien continent in on our planet so there I you love don't it. think Australia I love is? it no Antarctica it's a it's so desolate largest desert in the world um anywho says the largest desert in the world <laughs> <laughs> You go. You go. You're up. Me go. Now I go. Well, I'm going to take us back to the year 1957. Not a simpler time. Oh. Though the movie is in black and white, which some some, uh, might see as uh, simple. What are you going to do? I'm talking about A Face in the Crowd. Oh. Starring Andy Griffith. Okay. Directed by Elia Kazan. Tell me more. Tell me more. Like, does he have a car? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. He's got a car. Um, so, uh, the IMDb synopsis for this movie, a female radio reporter turns a folk singing drifter into a powerful media star. So, so basically his real life story. <laughs> I, I don't know about <laughs> I that. Was a drift. I have to ask my dad, I guess. Um, but, uh, so yeah, Andy Griffith, Andy Bruff, Griffith, Broft off. Andy Griffith, uh, <laughs> so Andy Griffith plays uh, Lonesome Rhodes. That's his name. He's a he's a drifter, and uh, the lead uh, Patricia Neal, she is a she's a reporter. She's 
on assignment for her radio show. She's doing a story about these men in the uh, in jail. She goes to a jail in this like country town, mm-hmm. and he's one of them. And he sings a song and he does all this stuff and is real entertaining. And she puts it on the radio, and he becomes this sensation. And he gets his own show and moves up. He moves to the city and does all this stuff. And like it, it. I mean, it culminates with him like going on this like tirade on the air when he doesn't realize that he's on the air on television about how he controls the, his audience and they'll really? do whatever I want. And it's wow, it's incredible. It seems so. It's so surprising to see the Andy Griffith character doing that. Oh, uh, this was prior to the well, show. I know. I know yeah. I'm just saying. So no, it's and it's it's fantastic. He's incredible. I in just it. don't see Matlock getting upset. He's got great range. Um. This is such a fun movie. It's so interesting. And people, when people talk about Elia Kazan, they talk about On the Waterfront, which is a classic. It's an incredible movie. And uh, it's definitely worth all the hype. But this one is just as, just as interesting and just as well made. Um, and people don't talk about it. And I think a lot of people our age or, yeah, a lot of people our age just aren't like necessarily going to seek out the Andy Griffith movie, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, oh yeah, Andy Griffith. I my grandpa watched that or watch whatever. Like show, it's that yeah. kind of thing. Like no one thinks of him as like a serious actor. But like seeing him there, he could have he could have been, you know. And obviously so he much was, bigger obviously than Obviously he was yeah, he was he's yeah, I think everyone it's a household name. Yeah. So it's not like he failed in any right, any right. like you're saying he could have gone off and just done done films alone. Oh yeah, he could have he could have been a star. Like not that he a wasn't on television. A type of star. He could have been a film star. You he know you know, mean. he could have been a brando. He could have been, you know He could have been an adult star. He could have been a contender. He could have been somebody. It's, oh. See what you did there. It's, you know, it's because it's Brando and on the uh, waterfront, you know. also directed by Ilya Kazan. Okay, all right, Zach. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna get that clip and make it a, a sound effect and put it. Well, in. I'm I'm actually gonna go even further back in time for you my know, third one. Hang on, before yeah. we before we do that. Okay. Um, I think that for the next. Uh, meet the hosts. Not yeah. for our next week segment. Just for our next meet you the hosts. Replacement. No, no. I think we should. You know, maybe it's not meet the hosts, but I think I think what we should do because Replace you've Chris. never seen because you've never seen a face in the crowd, and I've never seen the thing. I think we should watch those movies. Like I, I should watch the thing, and you should watch a face in the okay. crowd, and then we should talk about them. Okay, and then on we a future can segment, join the Facebook page, and then we I don't, both no. be on the Facebook page. No, and it'd be no, not that. It'd be, it'd be both of our names if you change your name. I got it. I get what no. you're saying. Okay, okay, I got this. No. All right, we're so, gonna, we're gonna so in the future, I think we should do that. Um, I'm into it. We're going to travel back in time a little bit further to 1939. For The Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Wow. Wizard of, no, it's, all, it's always on my list. Wizard of Oz is very list. cool. It's one, it's, well, I can't say it's the only musical because I love Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. But it's, it's, it's yeah, the only musical that meets my, my top list of film. And just Ray Bolger's performance alone is the scarecrow. It's just my favorite thing in the world, just how how... Overly dramatic, he delivers every fucking line. I threw my legs off over there. <laughs> so big. But um, so no, it's just it's it's draped in um, the lore and legend. Like everyone knows that the stories about like if people died on set and then yeah. people were led to die after from the poisoning. And then the first uh, the actress who played the witch got set on yeah. fire, so they had to replace her. And then the second one almost caught on fire again. In the yeah, more like thing. how about a little fire or witch? Right. Raining um, asbestos, like the snow was just pure asbestos raining on the crew. 
Uh, so Judy little, Garland's after uh, uh, abuse on set and then afterwards. It's just so it's so intriguing. So the behind the scenes is just as interesting as the story. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever, um, the first movie with Technicolor and like that just it blew you away because when you first when you're first watching it, you're like, oh, it's just a black and white movie. You know, just you know the sets yeah. are beautiful, but then all of a sudden Technicolor comes out and everything just, ver- just pops, pops, and people weren't expecting it, so it just blew their minds. So little known fact: Did you know that there was a tornado in this movie? Oh yeah. No one knew. Um, the creepiest <laughs> thing when you're a kid, or when I was a kid, was what the tornado scene. Yeah, and you know, yeah, and you, know the, you. you know the lead into it. it's my favorite part of the movie. But I got on the cover there, so fast that's a storm blowing up a whopper. What is that drifter? <laughs> but yeah, the tornado scene is just disturbing. I still don't know how they did it. Uh, it looks, it looks it was a tornado. Tornado, tornado. Yeah, and I had them all on set. You know, Twister is actually a documentary about the making <laughs> of this movie. Um, but no, just I mean the the score slash soundtrack, everything is just very well done, and I love how it's so it's so clean. It's good versus evil, minus the one line: "Only bad witches are ugly." You're like, okay, little oh, little on the nose. Okay, <laughs> I don't know about that wow. one. Wow, Glenda, you just tore to steal the freaking shoes. Oh, what a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, yeah, that is that's one of the movies where if it's on TV, I will stop whatever I'm doing and watch that movie. Yeah, that's a good one. That's one that I always remembered watching in the springtime around like Easter. I, it would always like air on TV around then, mm-hmm. um, and I remember that. And I think part of that is like we live in the Midwest and we have tornadoes in the spring. Yeah, yeah. And I think part of it was literally like, oh, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna play this tornado movie. Yeah. Uh, it's I, I I didn't make it all the way through the book. I think I got halfway through. Um, it's, but it's pretty short. I read it to my son when he was younger, and it's it's a lot different. Yeah, that's it's what a I was very say. interesting I adaptation. Reading half of it and being like, okay, there's a lot left out. Well, but I think L. Frank Baum. I think he wrote a, a fair amount of books actually in the Oz series, and they yeah. just took a bunch from all of them. Yeah, you know, they, yeah, um, the the gruesomeness of the Tin Man is pretty awful. But how yeah. the witch kept hacking off his limbs, <laughs> yeah, and then they kept replacing him so he could get back to his love. And then by the time he replaced his heart, he didn't have feelings for it anymore. You're like, well, this is like no, a no, it's German, tragic. It's like it's a tragic fairy and beautiful. Tale. Yeah, um, I believe there's a short film of that version that's incredibly touching and beautiful I that I watched on YouTube. I've seen it. Or, I, can't, I don't know if I've seen it or if I watched the YouTube one. No, it's on YouTube. That's it. Maybe that was you that told me to watch it and I did. It was, I, I it was think, a while ago. I think that I saw it. I, I first saw it. Our friend Becky showed it to me. Yeah. And it was... Sense. It had to be 2011, 10 or 11, right when we started college, probably. Um, but it's, if I can, yeah, if I can find that on YouTube, I'll, I'll throw a link to that in the show notes so yeah. people can check that out. It's really cool. At the cool. very least, I'll watch it. Um, uh, yeah, you're people. I'm um, a, I'm a people. So. I'm a single people. So speaking of, um, a good adaptation of a book. Yeah. Um, that brings us to my, my favorite movie, my number one, my, my favorite movie of all time, which praise, is. Praise tell. Adaptation. Okay, I just watched that, uh, what, three weeks ago. So, 2002, uh, written by Charlie Kaufman, directed by Spike Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie's incredible, and it's one of the best screenplays I've ever read in my life. Um, so, uh, adaptation... About, about a screen, multiple screenwriters. Adaptation, yes, is about Charlie Kaufman, played by Nicolas Cage, mm-hmm. and his twin brother, Donald Kaufman, also played by Nicolas Cage. So... 
Double cage action. So Charlie Kaufman is a screenwriter who got hired to adapt this book into a movie, but there's no plot in the book at all. It's just about orchids. Just writing about orchids, and so they wanted to make a movie out of it. So he struggles the whole time. So he can't it. figure it out. And a lot of this, a lot of the movie is about him trying to adapt the book and figuring it out. And he goes to meet the author Susan Orlean, who's played by um, Meryl Streep, who's yep. incredible in it. Um, this movie is so good. It's so complex and smart and fun. And he creates this fake twin brother that he doesn't actually have, who also wants to be a screenwriter, and he's the exact opposite kind of screenwriter as he is. And he wants to do this like crazy psycho thriller movie that yeah. doesn't make any sense. He, he, goes, to one, he goes to it. one lecture and all of a sudden he's a screenwriter yeah. and knows everything. And, and like there's so much just smart structural stuff throughout this, this movie. Um, for anyone who hasn't seen it, this is, this is definitely worth a watch. If you are a fan of film, like that's, <laughs> Yeah. That's and, it. I love and, everything uh, Charlie Cage, Kaufman does. Cage wears a nice uh, merkin on his head, and that's the worst That's the worst wig I've ever seen. It's, <laughs> I'm sorry. The most, it's gross. It's the most disturbing wig I've ever seen. Yeah, um, and, and this is one of the movies that, like, when people talk about, like, oh, Nicolas Cage is a hack or whatever, it's no, like, no, I no, point no. to this. He's incredible. He When, when Nicolas Cage is given something worthwhile – he hits it out of the park. He's incredible. Like he should have won an Oscar for this movie. Yeah, that's that's how I feel about uh, leaving Las Vegas. We well, did win an Oscar for that. No, I know. What I'm saying, but yeah. Nicolas, Nicolas Cage. If you ever want to see him do his, he's his, he's uh, so good. More sincere work. Um, yeah. So that's that's my my favorite. Um, well, I love this. This was a fun. This was a fun little uh, segment that we yeah, did fuck here. Fuck the audience. We don't care what they think. We we enjoyed it, right? We're great. We did great. You know, today. we're great. We did great. I'm sorry. We did great, Poland. We did stop it. Poland George. That will never be my name. Never. You're not my father. Well, yeah, I and I think uh we maybe maybe not maybe not right away, but we can do the um Yeah, let's do the, that swap. swap. Let's do that swap because I'd like to watch the thing. Um and actually for anyone interested in could be a new dance move for do anyone, that swap. <laughs> for anybody who likes the thing and John Carpenter movies, the uh the podcast Blank Check right now is doing a mini series on John Carpenter movies. Oh, wonderful. Um so they'll have an episode about the thing coming up shortly. It may be out by the time this episode comes I'm, out. I'm into that. Um, I'll be tuning in. And that's a very interesting that's a really fun show where they deep dive on uh directors filmographies. Um, Woof. Arf, arf. <laughs> well, do we, do we want to spoil Wednesday for him? Let him know what we're up to? Oh, yeah. Because this is a good one. Get uh, get ready. Get your diapers on or whatever you do to prep for what? these things. I don't know what they do. Maybe in they case they so, poop because yeah, they, they don't want to move. They fucking shit their pants. They're like, oh, my God. Knowledge. <laughs> poop. <laughs> All right, you want to tell them? We're talking heat. We're talking heat. We're talking heat, baby. From 1995. You knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. If you, the moment we picked Point Break, you knew Heat was coming. I've got some. I've got some questions that I'm going to ask you about Heat um, on Wednesday. I was going to say, don't do it now. I'm man. not going to do it now. We got rules, in but the I life. want you to know that I have questions that I'm going to ask you. We're brothers. We practically live together. We don't. Live. We did once. We did. <laughs> but yeah, watch Heat. If you haven't seen, yeah, Heat, watch Heat. Um, I don't know what's wrong with you. Go watch it. Yeah, go watch it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Oh, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, be sure to check out the main episode coming up on Wednesday where we're going to talk about heat. <laughs> we're going to talk about heat.
Um, tell, not, <laughs> tell your friends about us and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what we do, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us online at keystonecopycats.com. We're at Keystone Copycats on Instagram and Facebook and at Keystone Copycat on Twitter. If you've got something to say, you can email us at keystonecopycats at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 513-239-7682. Be sure to check out Sinclarity Dinosaur's Tale every Friday at dinosaurspodcast.com. And until next time, I'll remain Zach and not be Poland, and he will be... Please. Oh, we'll see you on Wednesday, buddies. Bye.